0: All right, back here on the Sports Cry, Calvin Casey, Jodis Clark. This Sandspit in the one and twos on this R&B Friday, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. Great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the local community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Cry. All right. I was about to hit that note on y'all that ree- <laughs> Can't do that. No more. Used to when I was younger. But anyway. All right. So keeping it moving. So, yeah. So Amari, so Amari Coop, Gonzo. And I think, again, and, and also it has a little bit of trickle-down effect to do with, um, because I think there's no way, well, I won't say no way, but I doubt it very seriously that you're able to bring back Gregory and Marcus Lawrence. There's gonna be some tough decisions to be made, but I think Cooper was probably one of their easiest ones because of what they got. But you can't be looking at the replace Cooper during the draft and the Like, stop it. They already did that with with CD next. C, and also this has to do with CD Land gonna get paid here pretty soon in the next few years as well, too. So um we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but that yeah, Adams broke that this morning that uh, Cowboys, they'll look to trade them. And again, that to me, it's just when once it once the cat's out of the bag. That you really don't want them. Team's just gonna sit around and be like, man, we just wait for you to cut them. And if we win the bidding war, we win it. I mean, so once that's out there, it's like, what is? I mean, they're gonna have to release them, you know. And that's the same thing I feel about Carson. When they're gonna have to release them. Ain't nobody gonna sit there and 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 you know and give you something for it. I mean, if I was a GM, I'd play a joke. I'd make him seem like I really. Oh, what? Yeah. I'd be like, oh no, probably not. Like you dumbass, don't you know? I know you're gonna cut him
1: anyway. So really quick, while while he's out there. Potential landing spots for Amari. Where does he fit?
0: Well, the first one, well, the one receiver. team we're talking about that comes to my mind that you might be on the phone with, and that's, uh, that's the Tennessee Titans. I think you might want to look at that. You know, like I said, A.J. Brown giving him some help. Who I love Julio, but he's done. You know, you get one replacing one tied with the other, with little brother. So I, I think the Tennessee's a team um, – I mean, he could find. I mean, he he could find a different, uh, quite a few different. He might end up going back to the Raiders. Uh, you know, I think if you are the Vegas Raiders, you could look at. You know, maybe bringing him back in the fold. Um, who else? Uh, if you want to stay in division, Washington Football Team could look maybe to add some more skill help. Uh, they'll they'll definitely be a Bailey but, would
1: be nice. Billy
0: alongside of the. They, Smith, another, oh, see, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You have the Alabama connection. There you go. Like, see, I didn't like that. Like, yeah, if you're a Dallas fan, you don't really want that. You don't mm-hmm. want that problem. That's just going to make it easier for, uh, Jalen Hurt. So he, he won't have a hard time landing. He won't have a hard time figuring out where to land. Also, um, before, uh, we'll get to, uh, Malik's situation here in, a short, want to throw some other things out there in the docket. You know, college basketball, uh, probably got a good, exciting day lined up tomorrow. You know, you got some of the small, like Mo Valley. You got some smaller conferences that have started their tournament, their conference tournaments. I mean, we've got smaller schools going on as we speak. Uh But the big thing this weekend is Coach K. Uh Coach K's last game at home as a Duke head coach. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, the only fitting they're going to go out with Carolina, I believe. North Carolina is what they play. Uh These tickets are going for... Big dollars. I'm hearing they're going for more than the Super Bowl tickets were. And the Super Bowl tickets this year in L.A. were outrageous. They were outrageous. But, uh, yeah, Coach K, man, um, I told you the other day, I mean, Duke is Duke is one of those teams on my radar that's getting hot, I think, too, at the same minute. And I said, hey, maybe we could be cooking up a farewell tour for Coach K. But this is his last one against Carolina. Definitely one of the best to ever do it. Really haven't, I mean, I would say the closest to any type of scandal might have been in the last few years where he's had his name out there with, you know, whatever, whether it's a player here or whatever it might be. But other than that, just really uh pretty much a class act, proved that he could win. Uh, you know, at the NBA level, could have had an NBA job if he wanted to. I remember the year the Lakers was really coming after him hard because the connection with Kobe and Coach K, I think that's the closest that I've even heard Coach K say that's the closest that he ever came from leaving Duke to go to the NBA was that late year the Lakers were trying to get him a few years after Phil left the first stint uh, when he left the team. So uh, definitely a Hall of Fame uh, type of all-time great uh, coaches to ever do it. Um, I expect they are going to do a good run in the ACC tournament, and I think they're going to be a good look at at making a, a elite eight or a final four run. Uh, you know, in this coming up tournament. So tomorrow, his last uh game, and also,
1: what you got? Latest pri- uh, ticket prices on that is ten G's on the and secondary you, and market. If, and if
0: you look in there, I mean, the people in Camden crazies they stay, they stand their ass up the whole damn game anytime. So what are you going to be looking at? you going to be looking at some student sitting there in front of you and just standing up the whole time for 10, ten racks? No, man, I, I, I'd i catch it at home. You know, don't want to say want to be there that bad. 10 racks in there, you're going to stand the whole damn time? No. I want to be able to sit. If I'm going to a sport event and going to spend 10 grand, I got to sit. I want to be able to sit and drink some. I don't want to be having to stand and, and shout the whole time, especially a bunch of bunch of young kids, a bunch of young of these the, the 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 new generation kids don't want to do ten grand I don't want Coach K that much
1: looks cool but, on the gram
0: though oh yeah you gotta to gotta, be gotta, there. gotta put that on Instagram put that hey look everything's good I might not be able to eat for the next three months <laughs> but this was good I'm I, I'm good I'm I'm stunting on the gram that's what's wrong with our society man that's what's going on anyway so and speaking of last Coach Beheim he has said a few days ago that he's got his Replacement. Syracuse has got the, his, uh, replacement in place and their exit strategy. So evidently this is coming down for Bayham as well, too. And only a day after he announces that his wife gets held at gunpoint, gets robbed at gunpoint on Syracuse's campus as well, too. Uh, Miss Bayham, you know, they've had some for unfortunate things happen to them down the stretch. You know, he's been there a long, long time. Okay. He makes it seem like Pop just got here. Put it there. That's that's how long Bayheim has been there. Bayheim goes way back in the day. I mean, you're talking about, like, I was, like, in, in like, second grade, maybe the year that he got there. He's been there a long time. So, to me, what?
1: 1963.
0: Come on, man. Like, that's – I wasn't even born yet. That's how long he's been there? As assistant, though, right? He wasn't head coach since His, his time at Syracuse yeah. is
1: 1963. Yes. But he became a
0: head coach what year? I think it was more of, what, the late 70s maybe? Mid-70s? If I had to take a guess, I would say mid to late 70s to early 80s when he actually became the head coach. But I'll let you look at that. But regardless, what you got?
1: Uh, he became the head coach in 1976.
0: I was close, yeah. So that's a year before I was born.
1: That's a long
0: time at a place. I mean, it is time. I mean, to me... You know, and again, he's had some unfortunate things in the last few years. You know, he was unfortunately involved into a, a accident that cost somebody their lives. I know that that he was found, you know, not guilty, didn't have alcohol in the system, but I know that had to weigh on him a lot. And then just the other day, his wife gets held at gunpoint and robbed on campus. That's, that's no fun. But Bayham, it's going to be interesting to see who gets that gig, uh, for Syracuse. So we're, we're, again, I'm getting older where we're turning the leaf on all the greats are riding out to the sunset, whether it's the coaches or the quarterbacks. It's just like it's, get, it's getting older. I feel like I ain't got that much time left. Might as well do something, you know. What you got, Jonas?
1: While we're touching, talking about greats, so looking at his career right now. So he's, gone, he's been with Syracuse um, from the time they were independent, through the Big East, now into the ACC. He's only missed the NCAA tournament 10 times. Can That's you amazing.
0: imagine? That's amazing. That's amazing. And you know what? Since
1: 1976.
0: And Bayheim, credit to Bayheim and the late John Thompson, which I'm hearing the people of Georgetown, the Pirates of media came out and gave a boot of confidence, a boot of confidence to Patrick Ewan. You got to, you gotta give Patrick some more time. Like, stop it. Uh but credit to the late John Thompson and Beheim. They're the ones that got the money into college and basketball with the shoe company. They were the first ones that Nike said. I remember Bayham saying, I don't know if it was a 30 for 30 or Bayham was talking. He said he thought he could remember when Nike came and said that, hey, we're going to give you a million dollars if you wear these shoes and you have your players with the shoes. And Bayham's like, what? Bayham said he knew that's when things changed and it was going to change. Him and John Thompson is the one that really has credit for bringing Nike into the college game, the money into the college game. He He's, he's one of the, uh, the pioneers, you know, I always got respect for the pioneers who started it off, who basically did something different. Um, so, uh, shout out to him, but I'm eager to see who his, who's going to lead him or who's going to take over that. That's going to be a, a good job for somebody to take, but college basketball, man, it should be an interesting day, uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, I know I think if I'm not mistaken, I think I was when the other day, I think they're going to pretty much get a piece of that Big Ten title. Um, I believe it's, you know, and again, I've been saying the SEC tournament, I believe is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, it's tough. It's going to be tough to see who arrives from that. Of course, the Big 12, you know, Baylor is going to pretty much go ahead and lock up the Big 12 title championship. You know, it used to be it used to be time. I said it yesterday that Kansas used to win the Big 12 automatically, and that's not really the case anymore. Uh, with Baylor getting an opportunity as the defending national championships. I don't think they have a national championship team this year. I think they'll still be a tough out. Uh, but, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're, if if they got the team to do it, but they're definitely going to be a tough out in the tournament. 1-800-707-9760. Also, what else we got going on? Wanted to touch on. Uh, so that's with the college basketball scene. College football, um, got some serious news that's come out, you know, according to USA Today Sports. Uh, former UTSA coach Frank Wilson has been accused of sexual assault, um, sexual harassment. I guess I would say more harassment than technically assault. Uh, People will sit there and say tomato, tomato, but sexual harassment Um, at LSU. I mean, for people that didn't know, he went back and took a job as a running backs coach at LSU. Now the one thing I haven't dived all the way into this story, but I know one thing to take it with a grain of salt is because they're not saying that it's not credible or he's he you know he's not he didn't do these things but I know the lady who is suing him or accusing him of this also has a lawsuit against LSU is the same lady correct me if I'm wrong Jonas but she's the same lady who blew the whistle on the less miles situation
1: that's correct so we're talking about uh, the uh, associate athletic director Sharon Lewis uh-huh. she's a former uh, formerly of the, of the university she was part of the of the layoffs uh not layoffs let goes regime change however you want to kind of put that over at lsu um but so she has an ongoing lawsuit uh going back to the allegations of uh, Les miles former lsu head coach sexually harassing lsu athletics student workers according to the athletic Mm. Uh, so months after, you know, the, uh, after she filed that lawsuit, she was fired in January as part of the layoffs. And then now you're having this addition of the Frank Wilson claims. Yeah. Um, and, and saying that, you know, she reported, so, so this gets even muddier when you read the athletic article. Again, it's out there just published last night. Uh, when she reported and it's one thing you, you're supposed to follow the rules. We talk about the Art Breil situation. He just never reported it or just never did anything with it. It stopped with him. And then that's why he you know, has been ostracized from college football to the extent that he has. But you, she reported it to the, to the senior associate athletic director, Miriam Seeger, and the executive deputy AD, Virg Osbury, and they failed to investigate or take any further action.
0: To the, the Les Miles situation, to the Les, yeah, right. to, the,
1: to the to the Frank Wilson, oh, to the Frank Wilson. Yeah. As well.
0: Wow, wow.
1: That this is so. This is goes deeper than just the headline allegations against Les Miles, against Frank Wilson. We now have a corruption scandal brewing over in LSU.
0: Go Tigers! But um, look, and again, if this is true, this is alleged. But if this is true. It still pretty much amazes me and, and you know, a head-scratcher of how in any profession, but just even at that at a campus as a coach, but any profession, how, again, men just don't understand that, I mean, you're in a workplace. I mean, like, and most women in these days of time, they're not going to take advances from you at, at a workplace, I mean, hell, I am I mean, I'm not a woman, okay? Never tend to change to be one. I know that's the end thing today, these days and times, but I don't have no intentions doing that. Y'all know, y'all listen to the show long enough. I'm not having intentions to do that. But I'd have to say, even as a woman, like even if a woman is interested in you or attracted to you, nine times out of ten, they don't want to entertain that in a workplace because as a female, in their mind, they're thinking like, you think this is how I'm? What I'm here for? I'm trying to do a job. I've got this, but you think that this is happy hour, um, at the Regal Beagle, and you can go ahead and just come at me. I bet you you can't tell me, Jonas. I'll let you off the hook of that bet if you can tell me what where the Regal Beagle is from. From what's I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. It's a sitcom, older, but I'll let you off of the Jimmy Garoppolo and the trade bet that they both be on for 50 bucks if you can tell me what show that people used to hang out at the regal beagle and drink
1: well i don't want off that bet because i want to take your 50 dollars, but um i'm gonna guess like regal beagle be like cheers
0: that's a good guess no i was waiting for your time three's company anyway all right so I try to go three. I want to go. I'm going to give you one for like the Jeffersons, the good times. I try to be, you know, one that I was kind of crossing. You're yeah, just Three's trying to get company. off that. Yeah. Bed. That's no, you owe me that. Anyway, back to the point. I just don't understand. I, I, again, it's, and, and this is somebody that in my and my other real work life that used to somebody had to spend a lot of time in call centers in where you have HRs, where you have that. And even though, even though different times, but I never, I mean, I don't know. And again, it's, it's, you gotta know again, like you can't approach everybody the same way, even if you're joking around or not, but it just, even though through the whole Me Too movement and all this stuff in the last six, seven years, it just amazed me that you still have these reports come out of, of coaches or, you know, directors or whoever that get themselves uh, in this position, Um, you know, so that's the uh, that, that's my take on that. But I, the more details that come out of that, like I said, that just came across my radar uh, this morning. Of course, there's a connection. You know, he was the second coach in UTSA history um, that took over the program. You know, so pretty much uh, we'll see how that plays out. But, no, it hasn't been good news out of LSU really for the last – I mean, since they won the national title a couple of years ago, Burrow, it's been bad news after bad news um, in LSU uh, town in general. Um other note uh that we found out too today that's been that's come out uh earlier today is that unfortunately we talked about it yesterday, but the uh the young lady, uh soccer uh from Stanford.
1: Katie Meyer. Katie
0: Meyer. Uh her, I think her parents and her mom was on Good Morning America this morning, I think, but they did confirm that it was death by suicide. You know, authorities said they didn't find any foul play. And the mother said she had just talked to her early on, and this is one of those that of course, you know, Suicide hotline has been come back up in the middle of this and this whole thing. You know, she's gotten reaction from uh, Alex Morgan, all the former USA players, soccer national players. Sad situation. We don't know why. But, you know, I know her mom was out there, you know, letting people know, like, hey, you know, if you've got somebody that's feeling down or supposedly she was about to be investigated or something about a something that something went on with campus or something like that, that their mom thinks might have basically uh, came into place. was going to get suspended for something. Maybe. I don't know. But just a sad situation in general 1-800-707-976 you listen to the sports grind today's show is being presented by hazelskyonline.com we'll be back ready for a real cocktail introducing new ZingZang ready to drink cocktails in a can america's number one bloody mary mix that is most hilarious line out of bruno's Mars' in last because i can really imagine that because you know you especially dating single women nothing wrong with single mothers okay that, that's been in my rotation now for the last 15 20 27 years but you can just imagine the single mothers Badass kids coming in, running over some big-ass house, messing up stuff. He ain't lying about that, man. That's hilarious every time I hear him say that. Anyway, all right, back here on the sports grind. <laughs> Today's show was presented by hazelstylinecom and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang, two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Uh, make sure you go to your local liquor store. Try out their variety of their different flavors of pre-made alcoholic drinks. They got some new flavors on the way. We'll be telling you about those soon. Or you can just stick to the mix and add your favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Drum. All right. So before we get out of here for the week and before I get my weekend started, we will get to Mike's call here in a minute, but we got some few things. Let's look out at social media world for we throw some other things out here. But we we'll get to Mike's call before we get out here. What we got on the uh, social media front, Jonas?
1: Yeah, we see a lot of y'all checking in out there. I want to go to Gerald here. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, "Who are the twelve teams that need a quarterback?"
0: The Gerald, the teams that I saw on the list, they've had. Uh, they've got the Colts on the list. Obviously, Denver. They've got. Um, that unsure about the quarter, they got Philly on there, which I disagree. Washington. Um, who else? Um, so so
1: that would complete my 12.
0: It's just ridiculous. I don't have With the list Washington. in front of me, but I just know there's no, I, I don't believe that, man. It, it's just laziness. I mean, it just, it's wanting what you can't have. Like there's no Patrick Mahomes. There's no Justin. They're not growing on trees, man. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, so I just believe that that's just – it's where we're at right now because you can go into the 90s and the 80s. Like I said, I'm old enough to know, you know, pay attention to what was like the, the talent in the 80s and then the 90s. And then now you can go in every decade in every area and you only got three guys or four guys that are the lead at the t- top of the crop in the NFL. So,
1: Can I speculate for you? Tell me if I'm wrong here. So I, I know I gave, a, I gave like six earlier. So Giants – they're on that list, probably right. Yeah, I think the yeah. Giants, but I mean, they Giants. got
0: ready to give up on Daniel Jones yet. The but GM un- said, if we, "The owner said we've well, done nothing to help him."
1: Okay, but they're unsure. So Giants, Dolphins, they're unsure about Tua? Well,
0: not now. They said they they came out yesterday said the Deshaun Watson pursuit is over. Two is our guy. They're they're doing what I wanted. The, and not to throw Brian Flores in the bus because I think it was just from the GM the owner I was doing what I wanted them to do from Tua anyway put your arms around him say he's the guy that's what this new regime's doing Miami's good with Tua they're going to ride with him for the next few years see what he's. up So you don't think guy. there's
1: any uncertainty around it? Tua's
0: gone. Tua is a starting quarterback they've already come out and said that they're moving forward with him okay. that, that cost them their season last year this dancing
1: around with Deshaun no I think that's the truth Houston Davis Mills, they're unsure about Davis. That's Mills.
0: that's fair enough. I, I can put one of them being unsure. I mean, I, I told everybody they're going to rock with David Mills again this year, which I think they still are, but I, I would put them as being possibly unsure.
1: All right. You mentioned the Eagles and Colts already, the Lions, unsure about Jared Goff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's a guy that some team went to the Super Bowl with. Yeah. Jared Goff is probably suspect, but at the end of the day, he went on a good team to the Super Bowl. It's just I I just don't we I've never heard that in any era of the league that at one time there's twelve to fifteen teams that just don't know if they've got a quarterback. I'm just telling you it's just it's in my opinion it's just a lazy take for the most part. What else we got going on in the Steelers are media?
1: uncertain, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Commanders, and uh, we have Frank Valdez yeah. checking in here. Tampa Bay probably too. Yeah. Unsure. Tampa,
0: Tampa's gonna look for a vet. Tampa's gonna probably wanna make a vet. That's why I do believe that they will probably get into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes seriously. Cause they, they're, the, the way their team built. But see, that's Tampa that has a good team that was built through the draft that is just sitting there. They're not necessarily trying to figure out like, how can we get somebody close to Tom Brady? They've got a good team. I mean, right. Jameis Winston doesn't have like 50 hundred turnovers that year. It's interceptions. They probably make the playoffs and get do some damage that year. What else we got?
1: We have Marquise Henderson checking in, said, uh, can the Cowboys depend on CD after the drops in the playoffs? Of course, coming off the headline that the Cowboys might release Amari Cooper.
0: Well, Marquise, they're going to have to. I mean, he. I mean, I'm pretty sure he, he's going to try to get better at that. With his drops, um, you know, but he is the future. I mean, they they took a first round pick on him. They could have addressed some other things about the offensive line. Could have got a little bit more on defense at that, even that draft. But you know, they went with C.D. Lamb. It looked like he was a good choice. But yeah, they're going to have to depend on him. I, I think the Mari deal is more about they need cap relief. They're gonna they've got to choose between Demarcus Lawrence and Gregory, which both of them played decent ball last year. Uh, especially Gregory. I I think that they're going to have to decide they're not going to play keep both. And this is more about Wilson and wanting to keep Gallup as well, too. And keep in mind, there's like, as soon as the league year starts, if Amari's the first cut, Tyron Smith needs to be the second one. Tyron Smith would probably need to even come between Mari. His money ain't as big as Mari, but Tyron Smith, that's got to go. So, so to me, don't try to replace this Amari stuff through the first round of the draft. You do it with the the only offensive side that I'm giving them a pass on, and that has to start with an OL, an offensive lineman. It's got to be on the defense. There's no need to try to get another skill guys. Like We're letting Amari know you got him on the roster um, as it is. What else we got here? Is that on the Facebook uh, On side? Facebook,
1: that that uh, for for the comments that I want to hit, yes. Um, over on Twitter – we have uh two one oh Earth and Michael Esparza checking in. Michael didn't catch the Regal Beagle reference either, but two one oh I was was pretty excited to see it.
0: Oh uh, okay. Yeah, I knew somebody out there to catch it. Not everybody, that's old school there. I mean that's old school. I didn't expect everybody to know.
1: The Showing his like age eight. a little bit yeah. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then and then we have uh Jazz checking in. And jazz. she said uh as basketball fans we would love to hear a little bit more breakdown of the games since you guys have one major team in the city, uh a breakdown segment of the Spurs would be great as well, maybe after each game or something. Just a suggestion from a true fan.
0: Um yeah, I love Jazz. Jazz has been um a long listener of the show. Um you know, uh she's the one female of the show that evidently took it upon herself to reach out to AC, my significant other. She's the only one that's been able to get away with that as well. So Jazz has got, Jazz is a big fan of the show. But let me tell you something, Jazz. The truth of the matter is, I, and I've seen Jazz working. Jazz doesn't live down here anymore. She's up there in Kurt Cobain country, up there with Seattle. Now, hey, man, you tell, you get a little Russell Wilson and tell him to come down here and with Spurs every hour. But anyway, look, Jazz, what do you, look, I've talked a lot of Spurs over the years to this show. And the thing of it is, the truth of it, Jazz, I understand you're up in Seattle North. If I come in here and give more than, 15, maybe five or seven minutes, I would say, of the Spurs. It's going to rub off a wrong, a lot of people, and I'm going to become more negative, Nancy, guy. There's nothing I was taught. If you don't have anything positive, a lot of positive say, just don't say anything. That's bad radio jazz. What is is it to break down? They're a young team that is still searching for that guy to come up and be the face of the Freddy, which we think is DeJounte, but it's a countdown for the wins. For the all time wins. And then when we get to draft, when we when it's time to draft in June and we go, we'll dive in what we're we gonna do to three picks. But there's nothing to break down about these games or what they do. They're taking another L and that's it. So we'll get the Spurs in and there when they fit in, when they get in, you know. But I still got love for Jazz. You know, Jazz tries to play that executive producer role. A lot from about 5,000 miles away. How long is it away from Seattle? Is that all right? About 5,000, 4,000 miles way up? That's a long trip, isn't it?
1: It's, it's, it's a long trip. I think okay. you're maybe a little bit too far. Okay. Other well, uh, than I'm going to go. I've made that drive before, though. It's a fun one. I'm driving
0: that long in no car. To hell with that. But anyway.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, she might be talking about, of course, Lonnie Walker with his 30 points last night. But, but he's just like the rest of the team. They're up and down. It's every given night. You know, do it consistently. You might have something to talk about.
0: And not only that, Jazz, I've you got you to gotta please to the masses. And the truth of it is, the masses down here, it shows through ticket sales. It shows through even people not really showing up for this pop thing that most people down here, I mean, yes, there's some diehard Spurs fans, but most people don't really want to talk about this team until it shows some type of proven or getting back to playoff contentions, you know, to where you can go to Fiesta and be like, man, are we going to go to, are we really going to go to Oyster Bay because the Spurs playoff game comes on at 2 o'clock. Remember those good days? All right, when we get back to those, and if I'm still breathing on this mic, you know what I'm saying? Then, then we'll get to there. But I think we do a good job to keep you as much as we can updated on the Spurs besides just come into a a rip session on this. I, we talk NBA on the show because I got to talk about the people that are winning, the people that would have, like I said, this is a big melting pot. There's a lot of people that military base has been here for years, and trust me, there's a lot of people moving into my city from east to west coast. Okay, housing prices prove that, and traffic prove that that don't really give a damn about the Spurs. they rather see somebody that can talk about the NBA in general. So that's the thing. But not telling you we're not going to talk Spurs, but just got to go ahead. You put it out there on Twitter, so I'm firing back at you. Have a good weekend, Jazz. Keep it going. What you got?
1: Well, I, wanted, I want to move on in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to talk. Do we have anybody on the phone?
0: Yeah, we got to get to Mike, yeah. but do you want to add something real quick before we no, get to Mike? Let's, let's uh, yeah, I, You going. know,
1: we'll talk about
0: the the Malik Willis. We, we're going to talk about that probably next. I mean, it's one of those situations that, you know, there's certain language being used about Malik Willis from these gym, GMs, from interviews and stuff. We might get into that basically on Monday. I don't want to throw that out there now, knowing that we're coming in the last segment. But, yeah, let's get to the phones here real quick before we get out of here. Let's get to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Mike? <laughs>
2: Yeah, man. Um, I wanted to talk about this quarterback situation. Um, I talked to you last time about Garoppolo and Forty ers but I want to talk about um, Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. Listen, man, uh, Indianapolis is making a, r- a real bad mistake. Carson Wentz is a proven, established NFL quarterback. The man only had one year at Indy. Yeah, he threw a couple of interceptions, but they're right there on the verge of maybe going to the playoffs. They got a good running back. If they can bring in some wide receivers, Carson Wentz can still be the man. There's nobody out there that I see, you know, you could bring up the Deshaun Watsons, the Garoppolos, the, the Wilsons, but I don't think none of them are going to end up in Indianapolis. Indianapolis, you know, if I would put it to him like this. Maybe he needs to take a pay cut. Or he's due $22 million. Uh, I would tell him he, maybe he has to take a reduction in pay. And uh, if he wants to remain with the Colts, if he doesn't want to do that, then, then maybe we have to move on. But Carson Wentz is too good of a quarterback to just release on March the 19th just to let him go. Uh, because I don't see nobody out there replacing him. And I'd like for you to give me some names of somebody who can replace Carson Wentz if it's possible. And I thank you for taking my call. All
0: right, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. Um, You know, I kind of agree with Mike to a certain extent. I mean, Look, I, I, I've defended Carson for years on these airways. I'm not in the business of really trying to all outright blindly defend him all the way now on the toe. The truth of the matter is, like, I don't know if you listened the other day, Mike, but I just said the thing with Carson Wentz, I believe it's between the ears. It's mental. Um I, And I also said that there are guys that play professional sports that it's not life or death for them. In my opinion, the one thing hard knocks in-game season, the first time they did a hard Knocks during the season proved to me, that while watching that with Carson, in my opinion, just sitting way back from here on my couch, football's not life and death with him. It's not. He just is talented. He's had talents that's gotten him here to the National Football League. I think it's mental with him. Um, and if you look at it, I mean, if you look, I think he had twenty-seven touchdown passes and like seven ints on the season. Who else is really look at? Go find other production. I mean, that's not bad. The problem is the biggest two games of their season in an 18-week season was week 17 and week 18. And he probably had two of his off games at the worst time. And that's what's fresh on Ballard's mind. That's what is fresh on Frank Wright's mind. And I also think that Frank Wright and Ballard, when they took the podium this past Monday at the Combine, I think a lot of what they're talking is just wolf tickets, and I think they're trying to please their owner. Because the owner is the one that came in, guns a-blazing after elimination, won the private closed-door meeting with, with Ballard and Frank Say, hey, can we trust this guy? I don't give a damn how much it talks. I'll go ahead and I don't care. I'll drop him. I'll take it. I'll eat it, you know, okay? So that's a lot of them trying to please their owner, like, hey, we're going to put the pressure on them. We're going to do this. We'll see. I just don't. I agree with your part, though, the fact of who are you going to get? If you're not getting to me, the, I'll write release him or whatever. If you're not getting Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, okay, and maybe Jimmy, I'll throw Jimmy in there. If you're not getting one of those three guys, open competition when camp starts between Sam Ellinger Carson Wentz and you go get, if you want to, go get a Mariota. Go get Trubisky. Go get I mean, let me tell you something. Trubisky's gonna want to start. Whoever Trubisky signs with, I believe Trubisky's gonna want to know he's the starter. Because he's got something to prove. And we don't know. Nagy might have screwed him up. But for the point Mike's trying to make, yes, I mean the the Colts are in a pickle. They're in a tough spot. Okay? They tried one and done with Phil Rivers. Whatever, he got him to the playoffs. I thought that was a waste. Everybody knew Phillip was one and done once he took the high school job. Because to me, you could have trotted, I've said this a hundred times too, you could have trotted out, Kobe, Jacoby Brissett, we could have saw that, oh, Jacoby sucks, he ain't the man. Well, you know what? You could have moved up in the draft, you could have went and got one of these guys that came out last draft. But no, you wanted to play the song and dance with Phillip Rivers and 20 of his children. But that didn't, that didn't play out. So, so the thing is, now you win the quarterback bliss. And I really don't have sympathy for the Colts nation. Cause you screwed up Andrew luck. And it's the curse of luck. We've had the curse of the, we have the curse of the big Bambino. And now we've got curse of Andrew luck, man. And it, it, the Colts were gift wrapped and they screw it up. So, so join the party. Okay. Join the party. Good luck finding one. Cause of what everybody's telling me 18, 15 teams in the league don't have one. Okay. Just 12, 15 teams ain't built right. Okay. So hope I answered that best I could. Mike. Anyway, all right, man. That is a wrap for the day, for the week. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to San, been the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio. People up in Tyler. People in the shot City. People down the whole three hundred five South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning, for you to snooze button, for you out the rack. Just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you on Monday.